Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hi, and welcome to the Christmas Time in the City podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm also your host, Chris. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on social media. We're Christmas Time in the City podcast on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our website, christmastimeinthecity.com. If you haven't already checked it out, head over to our YouTube channel. We're posting a lot of fun stuff over there, including walking tours and live streams all around the city. And we'd love to have you join us. And as always, feel free to email any questions and comments to us to christmastimeinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. Our guest for this episode of How You Doing is a professor of marketing that has worked, lived, studied, and taught all over the world. If you've planned a vacation on YouTube in the past 10 years, you've probably seen at least one of his videos. His channel just celebrated passing 800,000 subscribers from Walters World. Please welcome Mark Walters to the podcast. Hi, Mark. Hey, Chris and Chris. Thanks for having me on. A Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season to you both. Thank yes. you so much. My favorite time of the year, so I'm glad to be a part of it. We're excited to have you on as well. We are fans and we have definitely taken some tips of yours and trips that we've taken. Um, so we're really happy to have you on here. Thanks for joining us today. Glad I can be here. Yeah, this so is let's a talk real... some Christmas. Let's yes. talk Christmas. Absolutely. All right. So before we get to the games of these episodes of How You Doing? How you doing? They all start the same way. We like to get to know our guests with a little segment we call What's your New York City connection? So I know you've got quite connection here. You've been here before. So give us, you know, if you're really familiar with New York City and it's like the back of your hand, we'd love to hear some tips or maybe some restaurants you've been to, something that surprised you about the city when you first came. So let's hear your connection to New York City. So my first time visiting New York was in 1997 or 98. And I never knew I could walk so much that my feet made it so I couldn't sleep at night oh, yeah. after my first day there. And I remember I was there with my girlfriend and we spent the whole day walking around and we got back to the hotel and I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> like I just want to stay here. My feet hurt so bad. We had such a great time. And I've gone, I went back a lot of times. A friend of mine who lived there, it's where I, how I learned to eat chicken wings without getting it all over myself. Mm. And a buddy of mine who was living in New York at the time, he's like, he's like, we were out to, it was down the hatch. I didn't know it's still there anymore. But it was like, oh, all these wings you can eat in an hour. I'm like, cool. And we go and my buddy's like, you look so happy. But I have to tell you, there's a way you can eat the wings without looking like you like got a tomato smashed in your face. And so <laughs> that is where I learned how to eat chicken wings and not look like a piggy like wow is it just that like was, the fun time. pull in your and mouth then, and pull it out kind of thing how yeah, does that he, work he, he, i got i got it down it's been a while uh, so it's sometimes <laughs> revert back to my my awful ways but uh right that's where i finally got so i get all the meat off there i was like you know it taught me a valuable lesson for life yeah right i can't do it that way <laughs> I'd it's, rather be messy. <laughs> it's definitely a, a pro move if you're it at a wing a spot and you're right. and you do one of those. It's like, they, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with him. Oh, yeah. So how many times have you been to New York City? Four times. Okay. Four times. Have you ever been around the Christmas time? Uh, the closest I got was like October. So okay. I've not been. I've always wanted to go. That's one of the things we've actually talked about going with the kids. Um, between Christmas and New Year's this year, just yeah. so they can see all the stuff up and maybe see the ball drop. And but I don't know if they're doing it that this year, what's going on. So we decided we'll see what we can find. And right. so, uh, it is one of those things that's one of those, I mean, New York, it's one of the things, it's big cities anywhere you go in the world at Christmas time, 
just they everything's lit up everything is just so much prettier people are nicer you know going out to the restaurants there's you know one more person holds the door for you and one more person says hey have a great night and it's mm -hmm. it's really a great time sadly once christmas is over then everyone turns back like yeah those magical like four weeks it's wonderful yeah it really does feel magical um, and I love walking down the streets here, even in the smaller neighborhoods, there's lights above the streets and it's just, it feels very Christmassy no matter what. And there is, everyone kind of has a lighter step to them, you know, during these, during the December month, basically yeah. not everyone's on board with Christmas before Thanksgiving, like we are. <laughs> okay. my, my wife gets mad at me. So I'm like, doo, doo, doo. oh, look, it's September. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that means but, it's the holidays. <laughs> that's right. I mean, Hey, the holiday, I mean, fall is a holiday. I mean, there you go, right? It all encompasses into one and we just that's call right. it Christmas. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. No uh, let's move on to our next segment, which we call Christmas Time in Your City. It's Christmas time in your city. So as you can tell, we are sparing no expense on the sound effects for this that's podcast. Right. Hey, you guys are fancy. <laughs> I'd love to hear about how you celebrate the holidays where you live and where you have celebrated the holidays that you've quite enjoyed that you might want to suggest to other people. Yeah, so I've so I've lived, I don't know, 15 years abroad in many different countries. So I've celebrated it obviously in the US and South America, in Argentina and Brazil, and I've celebrated in Germany and Paris and another time in Germany and Finland. And funny thing is, the first time I ever had a hangover in my life was Christmas Day of 1994. Um, I did not realize that cider, because uh, I'm used to like U.S. cider, just apple cider. So I'm like, right. la, 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 la. I mean, I was in high school. I didn't know. Like, la, la, la. And I was just, I did not have a good, it was not, that was probably the least fun Christmas day I ever had in my life. Oh, no. no. But, no, um, <laughs> but the best Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, not so good. Um, no, but um, I know for me, I grew up in a, a small town in Illinois, and you know, you'd go to the, the mall and they'd have the little animatronic, you know, elves and stuff and Santa Claus was there and you'd see that. And then uh, the town I grew up in, they had this thing called their Avenue of Lights and they, one of the parks, they set up, they put Christmas lights throughout the park. So you actually drive through the mm -hmm. park, you know, it's got like the tunnels and all this stuff. And so it was really like, I mean, it's like a 20 minute drive that you go through, you know, you're going like five miles an hour, but you go through and it's just a really wonderful thing. And that's like, the big kickoffs, like you have your Thanksgiving dinner, we go see cousins, and we come back home. Like it's Friday, we got to go to the Avenue of Lights, and so yes. you go through, and they'd have all the lights up downtown. So it was kind of a nice thing. And I remember when I was a kid, it was like a, a kind of a tradition. We'd have our one night where we go and drive around and see all the Christmas lights. We'd always eat at this like totally dive bar restaurant, which sadly now it, it closed during COVID. But uh, it was one of those things that every year it's like, oh. I knew if like we went out to dinner and it was at this place called Elders, I knew it was, we're going to see Christmas lights afterwards. <laughs> that was the only time we ever ate there. I went out of business. That was the thing we always did. And now, you know, I'm growing up. Now that I'm growing up, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, Not quite my, there yet, but we're growing. <laughs> yeah. But now it's funny because now one of the things my, my family do, we try to do Christmas markets. And we'll go travel, we'll go to Germany, Austria, most, most a lot of times when we'll go to Europe uh, from like, you know, Thanksgiving on, we'll go for a week or so or 10 days just to go and enjoy the Christmas markets, have the glue vine, the hot wine and, and eat all the fun foods and have a fun time when we're there. I mean, this is, well, COVID is the first time I've been in Germany or somewhere around there at that time to get the Christmas markets since 
like the mid nineties. Oh, wow. So it's been a, it's been a tradition that we really do. And my parents, excuse me, even my parents, they, I can't go with them. If I have work where I go at a different time, they'll still go over and they'll go to Innsbruck and Bomberg and Munich and all these places, just go to the Christmas markets and take it all in. And that's always been a thing for us. And so we, we recently moved in our, in our new house, they, we have like a big driveway. And so the driveway is yeah. bigger and it, it's kind of flat. We're like, you know, we could do a Christmas market at our own house. Oh, Ooh. that's so, so cute. So this year, because we do like a Christmas uh, open house every year. And since it's, with, with the restrictions we have and everything, you're like, you know what? We could do one. We can do it outside. Mm-hmm. So we have, you know, the outdoor heaters and we're building uh, the little like market stalls. So oh. we have a hotline and so everybody can be out and do that. So, so we're working on that right now. So we can kind of bring that tradition home. So, yeah, that sounds so amazing. I love it. At Christmas markets are one of my favorite things about the Christmas holidays. You know, New York City has the small markets everywhere, very similar kind of vibe. And we even drive out over to Pennsylvania and go to a Chris Kindle market that happens over there. That's very much like a German vibe to it. And yeah, I really love that. So that idea of doing it in your own house just sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're excited for it. And what things really cool is over the years, I remember like there's some small towns to do it like for a weekend here or there, but more and more Mm -hmm. towns have started to kind of do these kind of things. So like, yeah, make it a nice thing. It's it's like, oh, hey, we got one here. Let's go. Yeah. It's it's a wonderful experience. You can take your whole family. I mean, that's what I think I loved about the Christmas markets in Europe, because you can go with your kids. You can Mm -hmm. go with your friends. You can go with your grandparents and everybody has a good time. Yeah. that's, That's what's so nice about it. I would love to see in different areas because I think I've only really experienced it here. And then obviously when we drive out to Pennsylvania, but yeah, I really, that's one of my bucket list things is going to Germany for the Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting. Like the farther you are south, the more it's, uh, what's well, like the more North you are, I felt like I got more of a fun fair, like County fair vibe to it mm. with like more rides and stuff. And they'd have some fancier ones with fancier shops. And then the right. farther you went South, it was more like food based and like, trinket based it was it's kind of interesting you see I have like a different vibe different places you go like yeah. I remember I was in Riga and oh my it was so cold it was so cold <laughs> but I just remember getting like the hot wine and I'm like used to like Germany and other places they had like the mugs and they're like no you have the plastic glass but you know like you're like hot like imagine like having hot cocoa in a red solo cup you're like ow <laughs> ow so you're like holding it trying to drink it like oh my this gosh. And, like, half goes down your shirt but it was like it was such a cool experience I didn't care yeah, <laughs> that's a really interesting way of serving it. I guess it would help keep you warm a little bit, but True. <laughs> if you don't burn your hands in the process. <laughs> when you're, when you're, your gloves freeze over because of it, you're like, hmm. Yeah, let me <laughs> melt them down with some Wine is freezing. So, right. yes. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. No Sounds like a really great Christmas traditions that you guys have. That's one thing about travel in general is that because we've kind of been here for the last 10 or 10 or so years, we've really kind of embraced New York city Christmas. But now that our little one is getting two and a half now, I feel like another like year or so he'll probably be primed for travel. I'll be honest with you. The little they are, the easier it is. Right. Because they get used to traveling. It, it's not the little kids that have a problem. It's us. It's us parents mm-hmm. that, that, that get the most worried about it. So we're always talking to you like, look, there's ways you can travel with the little kids. And one of the things a lot of people say is like, oh, they won't remember. But you know what? I remember the my son's when he was three years old, Christmas in Bomberg, and he was so excited to get this Spider-Man that, that Santa Claus brought him. I lifted him up. He was so excited. He started kicking and nailed me right in the um yep. 
how would I say this? <laughs> the jingle bells. Yeah. <laughs> and I just fell straight down and he was over the couch. So somehow I hit the ground from six foot faster than he did, like the two feet to the ground. Oh my gosh. And, but it's like, he doesn't remember that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that, that's what's nice. You have this message school when they're really little, like they'll just be like, it's fun little things. But it's, it's funny how the kids will remember random stuff like, our youngest, we were in China, and he was still like, oh, I remember that. I'm like, dude, you were two. You don't Aww. remember. He's like, well, I still remember it. I'm like, cool. And 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 you'll have so much great memories. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if, if, I don't know if your, your pants are still around or whatever, but that's one of the things we really liked is traveling with the grandparents, so then they have the stories with their grandparents, too. So it's Oh, that's it's really sweet. Fun. That's yeah, a like, good idea. Remember the time we went out and had fondue at Paris at Christmas, and Daddy almost choked to death? <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> I'm glad I can. I'm glad I can have those memories for you. Oh gosh! (laughs) All of our all of our parents are still with us, and they will all listen to this. So it's their job now to approach us with vacation ideas. (laughs) There you go, (laughs) and they can reach out Walter's World, and I'll help you out. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, start watching some of the videos and pick somewhere you want to go. (laughs) And we get a babysitter on the road, so you can't go wrong. That's true. I'm telling you right there. That's the best part. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember, I remember we were in Spain and we had had our, cause my, our youngest was born in Portugal. So our first trip was a road trip to Spain with my parents. And I remember we're like, we're going out to the store and going to get something. And so we left the baby with my dad and he's like, what do I do? I'm like, it's a baby. That's like, <laughs> Not six, much. Three, he ain't going to do nothing. He's <laughs> literally going to do nothing. If he poops, it's okay. We'll be home in like half an hour. Right. And it was so funny. <laughs> it's so like, there's a picture like we gave him the baby and we come back and he's just like the baby's asleep on his chest he's like i didn't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> he didn't move the whole entire time <laughs> nope, nope, nope. but he just remember remember that time my baby said you leave I'm like yeah, he's six weeks old <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't really call that babysitting as much as just well, kind of it's the watch, thought that counts I guess. Exactly. Yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> he agreed to it he did it so we got to give him props for that yeah <laughs> I'm sure I did some very similar things when I was first left alone with the baby where I just like would try for hours to get him to nap. And once he did, I would just, I would have him on my lap and I'm like, all right, I guess we're just going to sit on the couch in silence for the next hour or two. while you yeah, sleep. I, I can't tell you how many high scores I got in angry birds back in the day. Right. It was like, <laughs> baby's asleep. I'm moving. <laughs> Not risking it. Nope. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and move on to some games. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. What are we playing? The first game we're playing. (laughs) (laughs) The first game we're playing is a fan favorite. This one's called Neighborhood Watch. (laughs) The way this one works, if you don't know, I'll read three alerts I've received from the Citizen app, which is an app that alerts people of 911 calls. Two will be real. One is fake. I made that one up. Your job, Mark, is to tell me the one that I made up. Here it goes. The first set. Raccoon reported as loose tiger. Hawk sitting on car. And dance club cleared due to flatulence. Hmm. See, I feel like the dance club cleared by flatulence would be one that would be real that you would put in there just to trick me. So I'm going to take that one out. I can see someone calling the raccoon one. So I'm going to go with the middle one. Oh! oh. <laughs> The one I made up was, the, in fact, the dance club cleared due to yeah. inflation. I've been a dance club that needed to get cleared out. Since yeah. Right, for now. sure. That one was a crunch. I was having some trouble thinking of some, and so I thought back on some personal experiences that I've had. <laughs> and uh, it, it 
the the club wasn't shut down. That's actually kind of an interesting story. When we first moved here, we didn't really know where any restrooms were, and this is before the apps were out, and you could yeah. you could sneak into like a Starbucks or this and that. And it was a pressing issue that I used the restroom immediately. And we were walking. I don't remember we were walking, but we ended up finding the only thing that was open, or we decided that was a good option, was a Mexican dance club. And they were having an awesome time, but it, it, we had to pay a cover to get, or I had to pay a cover. She got in for free. It was like 10 bucks or oh, something. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> so then we went, I went straight into the restroom and came out and she was just off in the corner. Like, where are we? Cause I didn't even really, I kind of just like tunnel vision hey, towards the, t- the bathroom. You gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah. It literally could have been anything the, the, the building could have been anything. And I wouldn't have noticed until I came out. <laughs> there was one thing in mind and it was find a bathroom. Yeah. It was a nice hey, bathroom. You know it was a nice club. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Moving on. Here's the second set. Man refusing to leave Indian restaurant. Man has become stuck in Times Square art installation. And finally, pepperoni burning in oven. Hmm. I'm going to go pepperoni burning in oven. <laughs> Man, I suck at this game. This one is just, it's, yeah. I mean, there's not really a way to get these right. They're just all bizarre and silly yeah. things. So the one that I made up was man has become stuck in Times Square art installation. I feel that would happen every day with Instagram. Yeah. You know, right. I just, I just feel like that would there's all kinds of weird things going on in Times Square. I think now there's a giant sculpture thing made out of acrylic uh, nails like that women yeah. have, yeah. like, like a giant thing just covered with probably millions of acrylic nails which seems disgusting to me but i don't know maybe it really looks cool for like instagram yeah i know yeah i'm not a fan of it let's go collecting them in old spas and stuff it's all collected by the same person (laughs) yeah it's taken years (laughs) it's one of those uh people that have the super long nails that like kind of curl and just like slicing slices off them off well that's to give it then Yeah, so gross. Oh, All right. So the other two. <laughs> we're gonna lose we're gonna lose followers now. That's fantastic. That's fine. It's totally worth it. No regrets. Yeah, so so did I, you <laughs> the man refusing to leave the Indian restaurant? Do you know why he was refusing? Was there any information about that? I mean Paul? no. I mean I it's so funny. I don't I don't remember looking at it outside of being like, oh, that's a good one. Right, right. <laughs> I wonder what his reasoning was. Maybe he had to find the bathroom. all right moving on the last set meatballs obstructing traffic police directing beaver with broom (laughs) and finally bird in bathroom comma not a pigeon Could, could you read number two to me again i'd be more than happy to police directing beaver with a broom that's it <laughs> so I think if I got that straight, uh, I will go with number two that the police were guiding the beaver with the broom. That one's actually oh. real. Yeah, I know that one's real. I made up the meatball of searching traffic. Yeah, hey, yeah, you made up the meatballs. Worth it just <laughs> but that really did happen. So I, I mean, I guess they didn't have any other things with them besides a broom. <laughs> so hey, bizarre. Yeah. I mean, if, a- if you have a special tool for directing beavers. Maybe the police know. shouldn't be involved is what I'm thinking. That's a whole <laughs> maybe, other conversation. Maybe that's a time to call animal control. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Animal control. 
I like the bird in the bathroom one too, like not a pigeon. It's almost a like pigeon. if it was a pigeon, we're not responding. But since it's not a pigeon, okay, we'll go. <laughs> like is it a hawk? Is it a <laughs> right? Should we be concerned for our safety? <laughs> is it an English woman? A bird. <laughs> no one knows. Hey, Here we go. That was so far so good, I guess. It's hey, a learning yeah, you're experience. Good at this. You got me, B. All right, let's move on to our next game. This one is called the Honorary New Yorker Quiz. All right, so in this one, we are going to test your New York City knowledge and see if you are an honorary New Yorker. So our first one, it's a nice one. It's a true or false, so that's always a little bit easier. True or false, businesses in New York City can be fined as much as $1,000 for refusing to accept paper money. I'll go with false. Oh, man. <laughs> it's true. Um, in fact, there's actually a trendy ice cream chain over here that we're not going to mention the name of, nope. uh, but they've been fined over $12,000 for violating the city's ban on cashless businesses. So every business here has to take cash in some form, even if they try to lean towards credit, but there are some places that are still refusing it and yeah. they definitely get charged. That's right. I was like, is that why there's always that ATM where they don't take credit cards? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that one. I'm like, oh, with a 5% fee. Mm, shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, it's the opposite of where they can't even, you have to take cash everywhere, which is uh, interesting. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so that is true. And there's uh, people that are giving New York City some money <laughs> by all those <laughs> <Yeah>. fines. <laughs> all right. The second one. Uh, what is the average cost of a hotel room in New York City? Uh, $185. <laughs> we didn't expect you to get dead on in that one, but it's actually just about $100 more than that. So it's 276 is the average. Yeah, it's pretty pricey. And you I have usually, to take in- Well, I guess if it's the average, I don't usually stay at- Right, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That if you really take that skew, cons- really. consideration there, yeah. um, it can get pretty pricey, but I would say the average is about that, especially around the holiday season. I'm sure you can find them cheaper other places, or you can come stay by us by the Best Western and be a lot cheaper. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's more my jam. Yeah, yeah out, there you go. We're, we're out in Brooklyn where the hotels are hotel prices. Yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. This one could be a little tricky. Some people here tricky. don't even know it. I either. can't get the easy <laughs> one. You're like, uh, you're a Philadelphia guy. You're uh you're nowhere near the city, pal. Yeah. <laughs> just, just That's okay. Away. Again, these are just fun facts for people to know. And it's just we ask them in a quiz format instead of just saying it out loud. Um, we're not, okay, we're not, so we're not here to publicly shame you. If it does happen, no. then sorry. If it happens, <laughs> yeah. You get stickers either way, so we don't really care. <laughs> All right. So what does the acronym Dumbo stand for? So Dumbo was a neighborhood here in Brooklyn. What does that acronym stand for? Any ideas? Department under Metropolitan. So you're getting close. I'm going to give you a hint and it has to do with one of the bridges. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you were really close. Um, It was down under Manhattan Bridge overpass. So you're right with the under, the down under. So it is. I should only get like, I get like 20%. So there you go. You got some points there. Nets, I get like $10 million a year. (laughs) There you go. Um, Yeah, it's actually, it's a neighborhood that's basically under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. So it's just this whole area. And it's really nice. Um, The, there's a, 
Brooklyn Bridge Park also stretches out to Dumbo and you can experience like the Dumbo area and then walk along the water on the park. It's beautiful. And uh, you see a lot of Instagrammers out there taking some great selfies and pictures and posting on Instagram, which Chris really loves to point out to them that that's oh, not yeah. the Brooklyn Bridge. I do that a lot. tag Brooklyn Bridge at their things there, and it's there, the Manhattan Bridge. There's one uh, image that's it's famous. It's from Brooklyn and it looks onto the Manhattan bridge and it's a almost, beautiful picture. It's, it's, it's really beautiful. nice. Everyone's probably, if you've, if you've looked at Instagram at some point, you've probably seen it in your feed. It's just a, it's a very Instagrammable photo, but people constantly, exactly yeah, it's like a down to like a street, right? Like a mm-hmm. small, like alley kind of street. Mm-hmm. People constantly uh, mistag it as the Brooklyn bridge. And just cause I'm, I get bored sometimes I'll go in and just comment. Like that's the Manhattan bridge. I'll do like a little winky face. So like, I, they know I'm not just being malicious or something, but I'll yeah. do it. To, I'll do it like in a row, like for like an hour before I realize I should probably stop. <laughs> and then, and then, and then for the next like day or two, I'll start getting all these like, Oh, sorry. I was just on vacation. I didn't know. Or, Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. And it's like, ah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I will. This is my, this is my lot in life and I will. Yeah. He's going to make everyone right. know what bridge is what bridge. I'm just helping them out. I want them to look good for their friends, you know, tag the right bridge. So. But I do recommend going to that neighborhood because it is beautiful and it's right next to the park. So it's really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, right. Last one here. It's another true or false. I so I got a 50-50. You got 50-50. I say I get it wrong, but let's go. Okay, here we go. One in every 38 people in the United States live in New York City. One in 38, so that means there'd be 10 million people. I would say that's true. Yay! <laughs> Nailed it. And, and like hey. the confidence that you put forth with that answer, I think yeah. it almost makes up for all the other incorrect answers. And yeah, you gave honest. us some math there. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Anytime we'll give you, you add we'll math. Give you Albany. We'll give you the south side of Albany. So like <laughs> some people feel that that's not upstate New York. So yeah, that could be your city. <laughs> we'll give you downstate New York, Mark. All right. Thank you. Yes. How you doing? Stay at the world-renowned Plaza Hotel. New York's most exciting hotel experience. For reservations, call toll-free 1-800-759-3000. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you for playing our Honorary New Yorker quiz. We have uh, another one up for you, which is one of the new games that we're working out the end of this year that we're hoping to implement next year. So we're hoping that you like it. I don't even have like a fancy jingle or anything for it, so I'll I'll use a placeholder. (laughs) This one is called One Star Reviews. All right, so I haven't even written the instructions down. That's how fresh this one is. More or less, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read three one-star reviews for a famous location in and around New York City. Based on the clues that those reviews have, you'll have to tell us what they're for. Okay. All right. They're pretty easy, I think. I don't I mean, I also have the answers right in front of me as well. So they, they seem easier for me. And you live in New York. That's true. Right. <laughs> These are, if I should say, in touristy areas, places that people go and know about, even if you don't live here. So yeah. that yeah. should give you a little bit of a hint. Well, here we go. <laughs> the first, the first uh, final answer. <laughs> the first set. What is go. Times Square? <laughs> yes, please. In the form of a question. <laughs> All right, first one for the first location. Maybe if you don't want people to get close and touch the sculptures, place some caution or warning. Security is rude. <laughs> Second one. Eh, I was hoping for a little more color and life in the art displayed. I'm sure many appreciate this type of art, but not for me. 
And finally, I went here yesterday and immediately someone Fortnite danced in front of me. We went for a walk in the park instead. <laughs> That's a Matt. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, the the, the stat the, the statue when I'm like, oh, and then when you was said the park, I'm like, oh, it's like that yeah. or the Natural History Museum. So right, I don't know if that would. Like, yeah, I could totally see that. I can totally see someone writing those. Yeah, that yeah. Was so and good. me just shaking my head, going, oh, brother. These have like, been really interesting to research because there's a lot so of funny. there's a lot of really petty people in the world. Yeah, yeah why like, are you giving them the a one star? And like it's Antarctica. Like what? Like, right. Uh, and for some, and like to give them one star for someone Fortnite dancing in front of you. That's not the Mets' fault. No. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, it's so funny. All right, moving on to the second location. Here we go. Been waiting to go to the observation deck. Eighty-six dollars per person for an elevator ride and a view. Not worth it. Second one. I have a horrible fear of heights. I did not feel safe at the top. I really don't like how tall it was. <laughs> And finally, gift shop prices are outrageous. Why would I pay $35 for a stuffed gorilla? I'm going Empire State Building on that one. Nailed Woo! it. Totally nailed it. This is a comeback story. I didn't realize it was 88 bucks. Jeez. It's yeah, pretty pricey. Yeah, per pricey. person. I, you can do like those uh, bundles. The passes, you, like yeah, the city you passes. Get, you can do that in like Ripley's, believe it or not, or something or whatever else, those type of things for a little cheaper. But just if you went up there to like their desk, it would cost you 80 dollars so right a little, little more than i would probably pay yeah i love that someone like, went there with it the... kids you stay down here with mom i'm gonna go up and i'll get you some pictures yeah. right you'll get the Bye. idea <laughs> oh look I there's love... a lego store you right. go there i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> buy whatever you want it's cheaper okay it's totally cheaper <laughs> it's really bizarre i've been there once but that was before i lived here and i'm i think i'm good there's other places that you can see the same kind of view even better view that are even cheaper so I just yeah, kind of stick to those. Like, hey, I know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The building's pretty to look at from other places. <laughs> the top of the rock is probably my favorite. Although I, there's so many new observation decks here now that those I, new I, ones. Yeah, we're we haven't been out there in a while. There's a lot of really cool ones we have to check out. Mm -hmm. Another time, perhaps. Anyway, moving on to our third and final location for this round. Here we go. Overpriced and tasteless. Didn't think someone could make a bland shrimp gumbo, but then this restaurant helped set the standard for a new low. This place probably has good tasting food, but the location is ugly looking. The chairs where you sit are ugly looking. Where you order the food is ugly looking too. And finally, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I was under the impression that they'd have more types of shrimp. This place is a blatant Times Square tourist trap. It's a bubblegum shrimp or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> this is a good game. This is great. It works. <laughs> like, game if works. this was one, I'm a local. Like, hey, I can pick up. At least I feel good that I can read some of people's bad reviews there about. There we go. <laughs> Those Ooh. are really fun. Gave myself after that other. Game. <laughs> <laughs> well, goodness gracious. I'm so happy that one worked. That's really exciting. Well, thank you so much for being the guinea pig for that game. Yeah, fun. <laughs> Let's, let's move straight into our next game. This one's called In a New York Minute. The urge to sing the rest of that song gets stronger and stronger every time we play that. Yes, the more eggnog you have, it does as well. All right, so the way this one works is 
we will give you 45 seconds because everyone knows that's what a New York Minute is because everything's a little faster here to name as many of the things I'm going to ask you as you can in 45 seconds, more or less. Okay. Cool. So that what I'm going to ask you, and you can start as soon as I finish asking the question, name as many pizza toppings as you can. Pepperoni, sausage, cheese, mushroom, onion, garlic, um, pineapple, uh, gorgonzola, what do you call them? Cheese, burrata, um, pear, um, hamburger, uh, chicken, ranch, dressing, blue cheese, um, bacon, Italian sausage, um, salami, and peppers, red peppers, green peppers, jalapeno peppers, uh, a side of Pepto Bismol. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Some people put hot dogs on there. I had a girlfriend that only ate hot dog pizza, which Ooh. I think is horrible. Mm, there uh, it is. <laughs> tuna fish, uh, tomatoes, uh, uh, tuna fish, tomato, onion, and yeah. Woo! I think I lost count towards the end there, but I feel like that was pretty close to 30, which is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Better than we've had before. <laughs> wow. I yes. have prepared for that game my entire yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So I was excited do, about that one. Where do you land on the idea of pineapple on pizza? So I, uh, so I, here's the thing. When I used to live in Germany and Finland, like pineapple on pizza was a normal thing that would happen. And in Germany, they always like these, they call it Hawaiian toast and they just like toast with a, a pineapple ring and stuff. So they'd have that. I'm okay with it. Um, I was never a big fan of it. I, I, I'll eat it. It's, dude, it's, it's pizza. I don't care. Yeah. I'll be fine. Um, I have my cousins all about pepperoni and pineapple. And so they came over once and they brought it like, you have to have it. I'm like, okay, that was fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't order it myself, but I don't have, a, I'm not one of the people like that is an affront to God. <laughs> so. Right. I feel the same way. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to order it, but I would definitely eat it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bother me. One of the best, one of the best pieces we had, we liked it so much. We actually had it at our wedding as a starter. It was pear and gorgonzola. Oh yes. With the, 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 it was like the cream sauce, you know, like the, not Alfredo sauce, but you know, it's like the cream sauce, not right. the, the marinara sauce on it. It was so good. So we would make, like, we had it at our wedding as a starter. And then we would go to uh, like church, like parties or whatever they have like oh bring like a potluck or whatever we'd make a bunch of them bring it and everyone loved it it was like oh that's a good idea oh, yeah a little but balsamic I, I on it here in gorgonzola i can i can accept pretty much anything yeah that sounds great oh i forgot one of the best ones brigadero it's a brazilian <gasps> dessert pizza it's uh it's chocolate made with condensed milk and it's like it's like a gooey fudge kind of stuff and they just it's like somewhere like a Nutella. Imagine Nutella pizza. Mm -hmm. Yes. But yes. it's more chocolatey. Like that's what they have. So it's like a dessert thing. Mm. Yeah. And then you put chocolate sprinkles on top of it. Oh, that sounds so good. It does sound I feel really bad good. I didn't mention that one. Oh, my, my Brazilian family would hate me for not mentioning that one. <laughs> They'd be so mad at you. Yeah, we're quite yeah. popular You had 45 seconds. If you had 60 <laughs> seconds, you would have gotten I know, and then Ray I can tell you about that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am a failure. I, said, I am a failure. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's so many things and so many toppings and so many types of pizzas it's impossible to get to them all but you did really good with it and i feel like about 30 is uh yeah the best we've gotten so far so great job thank you very much now we are going to move on to our last game um, not our last segment but our last game of the episode and it is called did you forget about it forget about it 
So this is things that we have mentioned so far in the episode that we uh, might have mentioned to you or said in conversation. See if you remember it or if you forgot about it. Forget about it. <laughs> I didn't forget about the police with a broom and a beaver. <laughs> well, let's see if that's one of the questions. All right. We've got three for you. Okay. The first one. How much has the ice cream chain been fined for not accepting cash? $12,000. Yes. The second one, which I think you're going to nail it. It is how much is a single ticket for the Empire State Building observation deck? $88. Yes. And last but not least, which I'm pretty sure you (laughs) might get. It's what animal was directed with a broom by a police officer? Beaver. It's a beaver. Perfect. See, look at that. You've gotten so many right. And for those listening to the podcast, that was not planned beforehand. No, it was not. (laughs) It definitely was not. Um, Amazing. So great job. I feel like you've more than excelled in all of our games. Uh, So thank you so much for playing with us. And that uh, brings us to our last segment of this episode. And that is called Inside Santa's Studio. Mark, what's your favorite cookie? My favorite cookie is a chocolate chip cookie. Were you waiting for the wrong answer to come up? Because it's not going to come up. <laughs> From now on, you're right. These are all right. Like, They're all correct. Because I was like, was I supposed to say Christmas cookie? Like, what? Because <laughs> I do like, I do like Christmas cookies. Like, I, what I, but only if I make them or I make them with my mom. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, when I buy them at the store, it's like the normal stuff. I'm like, no, I need to have that. Yeah. You know, Christmas in the background, and you're drinking a little bit while you make them. And then you'll yeah. spill too many of the sprinkles on there. Like chocolate chips is a good go-to than Christmas mm. cookies. So with icing and sprinkles, but yes. not those things you break your teeth on. Those metal balls that I oh, found yeah. there that are, yeah, those are dangerous. And why yeah. even, why do those exist? I don't understand. Uh, no. Dentists. <laughs> dentists. <laughs> yeah. there, you should look into the inventors of it. <laughs> yeah, they're all dentists. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. What's your least favorite cookie? My least favorite cookie would be, uh, I pretty much, oh, any cookie with coconut, not oh. my jam. Okay. Like, the, is it Samoa's or something? No. Oh, Samoa's. Like the, Those are my favorite. The, yeah, they have the, like, the, it's like, I want to like them, but they look so good. Yeah. And then yeah. I eat it and I can see the coconut. I'm like, nah. Gotcha. I love a coconut, but I get it. If you don't, it's it's definitely a, an acquired taste. There's another one that's quite interesting. Um, the Fourth of July Oreos with Pop Rocks inside. Oh yeah. Oh yes, it, we tried those this year. Which which the first one I had, I didn't know it was the Pop Rocks. I'm like, this is weird. And then I realized, wow, it's like I'm eating uh, Oreo with Aquafresh with a three stripe right. with Pop Rocks. I'm like, oh, yeah. It was still better than their apple cider the apple cider donut one. Wasn't that great? Yeah. But, there's so many Oreos. I know. Yeah. Dave got a lot of free time. Yeah. <laughs> They're really going and so hard. do we, because we eat every single one that comes out. Yeah, of course. Well, you you got to try it. Someone's got to know. Someone has <laughs> right. to have a definitive list. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next question. When do you start decorating for the holidays? So, I'm the kind of person that will wander into Hobby Lobby in July to see when the stuff's coming up. Uh, and I'm like, hey, it's here. My wife's like, no. <laughs> um, though to help celebrate, I do leave up our one of our fake trees. So usually about Mother's Day. Uh, oh, nice. 
Yeah, my, my wife's really uh, really happy with that. But, uh, <laughs> that's why it goes away on Mother's Day. She's exactly, like, enough, it's exactly. my day. Put it away. My Mother's Day. I'm <laughs> the best hilarious. husband ever. <laughs> so then, when do you put your decorations away? So, well, the last three goes about Mother's Day, but I would say, like, we're taking out, like, the lights from outside and the live tree, like, middle of January. Something like that. Well, live tree, it depends. Like, if we, if we kept it going, like, if it gets dry, just for a save anything, we'll take it out. But we'll leave up the Christmas stuff through January because it, I mean, it's just dark and cold. And Yeah. Yeah. Why not have some lights? Yeah. We, we do we that, like, too. We like to, like to think of it as winter decorations after mm-hmm. the after yeah. Christmas. Yeah, exactly. we take down, like, the maybe Santa stuff, but we leave up, like, snowflakes and trees. And, yeah. And yeah, winter. Hey, hey, winter time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on, then. What's your favorite festive word? Hmm, my favorite festive word. It's not bah humbug, but I just said <laughs> to my wife when she acts all Grinchy. Um, hmm. Ooh, Grinchy's a fun one. <laughs> yeah, Grinchy is one I, I do like to use to, to, to like pick on my wife sometimes. Because she, she likes Christmas, but I'm like, you know, I'm all about Christmas. And she's like, not until after Thanksgiving. I'm like, we can celebrate. And then we can celebrate Thanksgiving, and then we can go back to celebrating Christmas again. It's mm-hmm. not like we're leaving out Thanksgiving. We're just celebrating Christmas and then Thanksgiving and Christmas again. We 100% agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's 100% how we feel. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to, what, what would your festive word be then? You want to use Grinchy? We'll go with Grinchy. It's funny. Grinchy yeah, words. Yeah, it's fun. I like that one. What Christmas song do you love? Well, every year for the last seven years, we make the 12 days of Christmas while we travel the world. And so every single day and every single part, we film in a different location. So it's like 72 different little snippets from all over the world. Well, this year it's all in the US because of COVID. But like we've done that for since 2015. So that's my favorite one that I actually make myself with my family. But I think my favorite songs and someone else's are singing Marshmallow World. Yes. That's a good one. Uh Toyland. That that's the one that like get that's one that kind of hits you when you're like, mm. I'm old now. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you leave Toyland? You, you leave behind, you can't go back. And yeah, th- those those two are two of my favorites. And then um sleigh ride, but like a nice, a good like instrumental one, you know, you're mm-hmm. like like what's like straight from like the forties or fifties or something like kind of like those ones there. But I I, I like all Christmas Eve. Like I have like if you went on my iTunes back when you used to buy music, I just have like oh the hundred Christmas songs you have to have. Yes, I'll buy that album. Yeah. Song, Christmas songs from the forties. Yep, I need to buy that. It was like ten bucks. I'm like yes, 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 more Christmas songs. Thank you very and, much. And then you end up having like twelve copies of it's going to look a lot like Christmas or something. Uh, you have like Christmas like, by Bing Crosby. Sure. Yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 Why do I have and all the these one duplicates? Where it's him and David Bowie. I've got like six copies of that. That's a good one though. It is yeah. a good one. All right. Well, here's another thing that is a good one. If you can find, you know, the snowman, it's a British uh, cartoon. Yes, yes. So there's there's a version where if you get the DVD version, it's the author talking. But there's like one that was on TV in the UK where was David Bowie was the intro. Ooh. Oh, and I, cool. And I found that online once and I downloaded it. Um, <laughs> it's like, wait, am I allowed to say I downloaded it? I downloaded <laughs> it. So that, that was like my de facto one because I remember seeing it in kindergarten when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, I want to have this. And then when my kids were young, I bought the DVD because it was at the store and I got it. I'm like, what the hell? Where's David Bowie? What is, yeah. what is this? 
who's this schmuck? Oh, that's Goblin. I'm like, no, David Bowie should be there with his scarf, dang it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, you know, traumatic moment, obviously. Yes, I understood. <laughs> I'd be pretty mad about that, too. So what Christmas song do you hate? Hate's a strong word. I, t- I like to let people know that. So you don't I mean, to, the, the, um, is it the, uh, there's either, I saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus, or what's the one where it's like, I've been a good girl, give me everything I want. Oh, what was that Santa one? Baby? Santa Baby, yeah. That's one of my, uh, it's like, that's way too commercial for me. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, materialistic. Like, I mean, Eartha Kitt, when she sings, it's fantastic, but it, it's just, I just, not my jam. But uh, there's that, or they just the, or when they have, well, actually, probably the one where it's all I want for Christmas, or um, the other where when they have like a little kid sing and they're just like, I want, I want one of the voices to sing the song. <laughs> but, but I mean, I still have like six copies of each of them, so I've got yeah. Sana's version or the kids version. <laughs> right. Um, I think I got a Ella Fitzgerald version, so you know. It's... But it Under, might be one that you skip. Underrated Christmas <laughs> album. It's a. Um, Louis Armstrong jazz Christmas album that is super underrated. I remember I lived in Argentina and I was getting homesick and they had three Christmas albums at the old Virgin Music Store. Uh, or no, it was a Tower Records. Well, it was one, like, it's, it's been 20 something. Right. And I remember I had that and it was like a jazz, there was this jazz, it was jazz. I'm like, this is awesome. It was like, a, there's like, you know, it's the old traditional like chanting Christmas album. And then it was like, you know, like now Christmas. And then... Yeah, and then they had the 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 jazz one with Louis Armstrong. I'm like, and that one, I'll still I'll still put that one on. I'm like, you can yeah. that, that was so good. Like you can listen to it when it's not Christmas and it still still plays so well. That's a that's a that's a low key uh, low key. That's a good one. We're gonna have to find that one. We've been looking for um we get we buy vinyl Christmas yeah. vinyls now to use, and that sounds like a really good one to put on. Yeah, it, was, it was the old double CD cases. Oh yes. So I was like, oh, I get two for one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good Christmas jazz. We we kind of do that um, like early evening. Sometimes we'll put that yeah. on like a Christmas jazz kind of vibe with the yeah, evening coffee. And... What's great about Christmas jazz is that you can play it before Thanksgiving. And people don't necessarily <laughs> recognize it. Yeah. Like, right. Like, I know that song. Don't know. I'm like, oh, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I'm not saying that it's, you know, jingle bells, but you know, <laughs> right. it gives it that little bit of different vibe. And so it's like, it is, it, that is a really good one for an early evening. You're right. That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Moving right along. Mark, if you were an elf in Santa's workshop, what profession would you like to do? Toy creator. Ooh. The new toys. That's a good one. Very nice. And then what profession would you not like to do? Um, I know the one my wife would tell me I'm not allowed to do, and that would be rapping. <laughs> so, I love That's to rap, really but I'm apparently horrible at it. it I mean, it, I mean, a box? No. A vault? Forget it. Like, you know, it's like it comes pre-wrapped. I'll mess it up. So <laughs> that's probably the one I shouldn't do because it would make a lot of kids very sad. For <laughs> that's a good one. So if the North Pole does exist... What would you like to hear Santa say when you arrive at the workshop? You're a good boy. Or like, you're not, you know, you're not on the naughty list. That's solid. Solid answer. I, yeah, I would, absolutely. You know Here, hold on a second. You, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good answer for sure. <laughs> well, Mark, can you do us a favor? Of course. 
Can you let everyone listening know where they can find you and all the goodness that you bring to the world? Sure. So if you want to learn about travel and do's and don'ts to travel around the world and honest travel advice without all the fluff out there, you can find us on YouTube at Walter's World. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Walter's World. You can find us on Twitter at Walter's World. You can find us on Instagram at Walter's World. You can find us at Pinterest at Walter's World. And you can even find us hmm, at Walter'sWorld.com. So anywhere <laughs> you want to go to uh, learn about traveling and, and whether you're a first time traveler or a seasoned traveler, you can do that. And we've got all kinds of other channels. You can see my wife learning how to cook and make festive drinks at Simply Jocelyn. Mm. You can get business and travel, business advice and marketing advice from my professional channel for my day job as a marketing professor at Professor Walters. So we have all kinds of fun stuff to help you out. Very cool. And we'll have awesome. links to all of that in our show notes for this episode. So anyone that wants to can find all that information right where they're looking on their phone screen or however they take in podcasts. I don't know how the world works anymore. I haven't commuted in two <laughs> years, so I don't know how this stuff works. <laughs> So that's going to be it for this episode. This podcast was recorded at least on our end in the Big Apple, New York City. If you like it, take a minute to do us a favor, rate it and write a review, contact us and let us know you did, and we'll send you a ton of stickers. So subscribe now and follow us on social media so we can keep the conversation going and keep you posted about new episodes. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. And this is Christmas Time in the City. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Thank you for riding with the Christmas Time in the City podcast.